you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast, on Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod, or all comedy t shirts.com, email us at Tinfoil Hat Pod at gmail.com. Tinfoil Hat. Tile people everywhere. Tinfoil Hat. Hey, man, where's hey, the man. truth there, dog? Tinfoil Hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Yes, it will be every day. More and more crazy shit going on. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. Thank you all for tuning in. We got a great episode for you. We got one of my heroes in in the world of comedy and just life is joining us. But before we get into it, let's handle a little business. Uh, September, no, August 15th, I am at the Comedy Palace with Jim Florentine. We're going to be doing um, Comedy Rampage, me, Jim Florentine, and we're going to throw a couple more people on there and hopefully have a good time. And then the following night, we will be back at the uh, at the dojo. We'll be at the dojo, and we'll be in inside the Sycamore Tavern. That's a 10 p.m. show. Uh, on August 15th, and those tickets are available on Eventbrite. And we're proud to announce, we announced it on the last show, but we're going to announce it again. Uh, November 3rd, we are going to be live in Houston at the Secret Group. It's going to be the Tim Fall Hat Comedy Night. It's going to be comedy and podcasting. Uh, we wanted to find out a Dallas date, November 2nd. If you guys have any suggestions, for a place to do a show where we can do a special... I want to do a rock club because I want the whole night. I don't want uh, just to be able to do a half an hour show, turn and burn. I like to do a whole night and have a good time. So uh, we're coming, Texas. We're coming. Another thing I want to say to you all is that I would love if you guys, Ryan, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe we can get this going to um, get Bobcat... Everybody start tweeting and Instagramming Bobcat Goflape. About getting on the show. Oh, yeah. Let's start a movement, man. We want to promote his new show. His new show is what's it's Misfits and Monsters, right? Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, is it on True TV? It's on True True. True. It's on TV. It's on TV, and it, it's about, what is it? What are those called? Um, well, there's cryptoids? a lot of cryptid, uh, cryptid tie-ins, so we're going to try to get an episode since we've never done anything on Bigfoot or any of the classic cryptids. So. I would love that. So, guys... Tweet him. It's worked with Abby Martin. It's worked with other people. Uh, we, I'm a big fan of his. He was yeah. born in upstate New York. I'm from upstate New York. Tweet him about coming on Tinfoil Hat. Let him know that we're uh, we're legit and we're too legit to quit. And we'd love to have him on. We promote the show. Uh, next week, next episode, Eddie Bravo is back. Uh, Ryan, welcome. Any thoughts? Oh, man, I'm excited, dude. This is a repeat, if you think, man. There's a tie-in to a, a guest we've had on before. So I'm very excited, too. Uh, yes. See the mask over there? Hey, Do you Eddie. know what that mask is from? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've had Henry on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show. One of my heroes. We'll talk about his podcast, all of his dates coming out. Uh, the Bitter Buddha, the Bitter Buddha, my good friend. I love him to death. I love watching him perform. My good friend, Eddie Pepito. Thank you, Sam and Ryan. What's happening, guys? Glad There's some crazy shit out there. Everything's out. There's so much going on. Whoa. I was just talking to Ryan. Ryan about how I think I'm pretty normal. I have two little dogs. I throw the ball to the dogs. And then going on all around me is crazy. Chaos. 
you know, military dropping, um, you know, biological agents on people. <laughs> and I'm just throwing a ball to a dog. And I'm like, Basil, my little dog's Basil. I mean, Basil, get the ball. Meanwhile, how do I, I don't know that the military is, you know, dropping biological, you know. Cooking your brain with a little 5G, dude. <laughs> you know, where, well, why are they, why do these people exist who, you know. I don't know, man. This it goes so way deep. back, too, it goes man. Really it does, deep. yeah. Uh, well, you know, there's so much stuff. Uh, is Bigfoot interdimensional? Like, we got so much <laughs> reptilians, uh, pedophiles running Hollywood. Like, there's so much going on all around you. My opinion is, you go, what do you think? I go, just imagine every movie ever made all at the same time. That's why things going on. They're just all over the fucking place, and I fucking love it. And it's so much more interesting than watching the nightly news that's boring-ass shit. Why not believe in interdimensional Bigfoot and, and Archons and lizard people and the Anunnaki and the fucking shady reptilians and all that shit? It's way more fun yeah. to try to figure out. And, like, there are videos of all this shit, but we all dismiss it because we don't want to believe it because Rachel Maddow's sexy lesbian face didn't tell us about it. And that's where we're at. So uh, we do something on here called Tower 7 and Above. Like, where do you see yourself in, in the conspiracy world? Like, are there conspiracies that Eddie Pepitone believes in? Uh, are there conspiracies? Yes. I think there are conspiracies at, um, at very high levels, at the highest levels. Like a money and power type yes. thing. Yes, yes. And someone, some, someone put it to me that, well, maybe it's not conspiracies. Maybe it's just you know, a cabal, you know, a, yeah. uh, 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 you know, a group of people just acting in their own interest. And there's an arrogance to, to these people. They love it. Well, there's an arrogance because they think, look, we, we run the world. You know, we know what it's – we know what's best for these little fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. – um, like we were going to talk a little bit about uh, military, you know, the military doing experimentation on people. Yes. Now, what, what, it's amazing arrogance that these motherfuckers can say, well, let's just drop this chemical on people and see what it does, you know, to people. And they monitor it. They monitor these people. They don't tell them what's going on. This, this has been documented, right, For Ryan? Years. Oh, yeah. For uh, years, decades, and centuries it's been done since the early 1800s. And we'll get into that. Before we get into every uh, thing, I'd love mm -hmm. for you to let everybody know about your wonderful podcast and uh, oh, okay. any my podcast you might have. My podcast is called Pep Talks, yes. and uh, it's it's on this network, uh, All Things, Things Comedy, Comedy. Uh, uh, co-hosted by Steve Lally. And uh, yeah, check that Word out. Where it is, I made that relationship. I introduced you guys in a oh, parking lot right. at the comedy I store. Forgot about, that's right. You are welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. We started talking. Yeah, I like Steve's politics right off the bat. You yeah. know, I'm big left winger. Um, Did he ever tell you about being possessed by a haunted vagina? Did he ever tell yes, you that? Yes. The haunted holes that he got possessed by and yes. your thoughts on that that's a paranormal type thing do you that was a paranormal type thing yeah do you um, believe in ghosts at all i you know do i believe in ghosts i i do i think i i do believe in a spirit world for sure you know yeah um, we just did a podcast with uh, abby martin a famous uh very famous journalist one of the old school she's beautiful she looks like ian flux Right from the old uh, liquid uh, television. Cartoon. Abby Martin is she on RT? Yeah, mm -hmm. 
Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. She just did our podcast. She's a total left winger. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. She goes hard. And in what pain does she too. do? And what does she? What does she believe in and stuff? Well, we she's got like her a war on. correspondent. She knows a lot about Syria. We talked about Yemen, and uh, we got into the idea that Operation Mockingbird hasn't ever stopped, which is the CIA's infiltration of the media. Yeah, and, and Operation but the most, Mockingbird. But the mm-hmm. most, in, and we'll get into that for two seconds. But the most interesting part of the mm-hmm. whole mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. is if you go watch the YouTube video mm-hmm. around forty minutes in. Everybody's saying they can see because we did at the comedy store because she couldn't do it today, so we oh. went to the store. You can see an orb floating over her head because the comedy store is haunted like a motherfucker. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's interesting because everybody even, says that about the store, huh? You never see anything. I don't know if you go late enough to see shit when the ghosts might come out, the witching's hours. You know? Oh, really? Like when there's less people there or not anybody. Because there will be a couple nights where nothing. That place does have an incredible vibe to it, though. Yeah, like a deep, deep something. It was an old gangster place and I abortion know. clinics. Zero. and Abortion all clinics? Upstairs, that's what they said used to happen, dude. That's why they call it the belly room. Mm-hmm. That isn't why they call it the belly. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. We're misinformation agents, Eddie. You gotta, you gotta he is. He is. I just tell you what the word on the street is, dude. Okay. <laughs> I just tell you to chuck, chucking in the jiving. Uh, uh, dates. Any dates you want? Or, uh, yeah, I am gonna be in. Um, let's see. I am doing next week. I'll be in Amsterdam. I'll be in Tumblers. Oh, look at that! Yeah, baby. These I'm gonna... are the blessings of being a wonderful comic. <laughs> to travel the world and get paid for it, right? Yeah. Well, I did the Edinburgh Fringe Festival a couple of years, and that's kind of like a uh, that's like a, a, a trade market for all these people around the world to see you. So. I've done a bunch of shows. Anyway, I'm doing Tumblers, uh, and that's going to be in um, August uh, 8, 9, 10, and 11. And then I'm doing Austin, September 27th. And then I'm doing um, North Dakota. Fargo. Uh, That used to be a lot of oil money. I don't know if it's still like that anymore, dude. Is that right? Just dudes with cash. So Uh, I got to know, is there another season of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell? Yes, from what I understand, um, Mm -hmm. there is another season, and you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think we've officially gotten the word, but I I hear that from good sources that we're going to be filming. I think early next year. Congratulations! I think it's a perfect tie-in because what we're talking about is so much being a tortured soul, and you. Your episode, I'm the tortured soul. Yeah, you're, when you got to be a demon, that was yeah. my favorite. I'm a big fan of Adult Swim, man. So we've yeah. already asked Henry if we could be demons one day and get the red on. So oh spread, yeah, put it you're in gonna there. come down to Atlanta. Yeah, I'd man. love to do that. <laughs> hey, we'll do a TFH from Georgia. Why yeah, not? why not? We got a lot of listeners in Atlanta. Holla at your boy, Atlanta, hot Atlanta. Um, so we can hit you up. We go kind of, what do you want to talk about? And you right. know, I think you might be into the geopolitics of life. That yeah. seems to be like the early yeah. stages of like the conspiracies. It's more stuff you can see acting out as you discuss it. You know, the, uh, w- you know, if Hillary was elected, would we already be at war with Russia and all this crazy stuff, regardless of, uh, what do you think happened? By the, the way, with the war r- with Russia, you know, um, uh, for instance, you know, you know, the to have nuclear arsenals, how do you, how do you, like, you have to kind of say, which is the ultimate insanity, you know, we are going to blow up the fucking 
planet. Oh, for All sure. human life is going to cease. So how can there be a war War with Russia? It's, it's a very strange... Well, what about China and India? Nobody talks about that war. Yeah. They're like gearing up on their coast. They're both nuclear powers. I know. And they both have bazillions well, of people. That'd yeah. be a crazy war. Well, everybody has feared a war between India and uh, Pakistan, Pakistan yeah. for a long time. Seems like India doesn't get along with anybody. <laughs> it's funny too because I'm a, I'm into deep spirituality, which is like kind of like the Eastern, the Eastern mm-hmm. Buddhism, and that, yeah. that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting way to approach like otherworldliness. Yeah, and and that approach to otherworldliness that the deep deep Indian gurus, the Maharajas, have is by completely letting go of ego and this realm and just mm. and just being pure consciousness you know it's very interesting you should do duncan trussell oh yeah yeah duncan is uh me and duncan have gone off on that yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. so are you a buddhist or are you more i'm just, more uh, to that yeah you know i'm um, uh yeah like uh well it's Buddha. funny that you mentioned that we would never use nuclear war but have you ever heard of in the Hindu text, the Mahabharata, how they talk about single arrows made of light taking Ooh. out cities of a million. So, Is that right? I think I have heard of that, and recently, too. Recently? So that was kind of like foretelling. That it's happened or, in the past. Or that it had already oh, happened. So like this was like, oh, those are just stories. And then recently, they've un- excavated an area in India where there's all these massive people, like a mass die-out of people, and their bones are irradiated. No. Yeah. And not normal, because there's normal radiation. There's normal uranium and right. plutonium, but this is weapons grade. Really? So yeah, they say it's weapon grade also on Mars. Like it's nuclear weapons grade, like atmosphere, the soil, and all that shit. Like that's crazy stuff, right? Yeah, it's called Xenon 129. It is the uh, exact uh, isotope that is weapons grade signature. So it's found in the soil and the air of Mars. There's no way for it to occur naturally. Really? I have Strange never heard times. that. That's if you believe that we've uh, ever been to Mars. I mean, there's a lot of ifs, right, when you walk into this room. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Aaron's heard it all. I mean, Aaron, he's not even listening. He's just fucking. Oh, like, Aaron, does he? Where I, I thought, yeah, Aaron's, I thought he had some Aaron's pushback. Aaron's in his cage in the corner. So uh, we talked about this. Like, let's get into the military. We do a lot of, like, um, uh, propaganda yeah. on this show. Uh, and then we kind of start, like, people, you know, we see this push right now. I, I'm not sure. What, I, I'm pretty sure I know what your take on Trump is and how, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I do. And um, this whole push, how everybody's like, how can he question the, the intelligence agencies of this country? And you're like, well, let's go back to 9-11. Let's go back to these other things that happened. And I, again, we say on here, I, anybody in the presidency, I, uh, I would question everything they do. I don't care if they're white, black. Santa Claus could be the president. I would be convinced he was a fucking war criminal. So I, I, I see him all <laughs> as fucking war criminals. Sh- shady as shit. Yeah. But... Um, we want to get into kind of that there's been this kind of like dark hand, if we want to call it deep state, but this really dark hand of the military that's done. It's kind of this weird over history, not just the United States oh. military, but many other countries' militaries that that's have no problem too. with doing, you know, uh, uh, experimentation on their own people. Unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. Uh, what were you reading? What was that website again that we both we're all talking at? about? Unethical uh, human atrocities. I believe it was all talking about. That's got to be a fun website to work on. Right? <laughs> I mean, even before, because we think right now, when we think of like uh, things that happen in warfare, we think of immediately Agent Orange. That's like the one that comes to mind. But way back mm-hmm. before there was ever chemical or biological, it was surgical experiments. Because as soon as we could get electricity, we needed to. Hook it up to someone. Well, that's brain, what we do you know, with right. any invention. We automatically go to the most evil way to use it, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's kind of a hacky joke by comedians. <laughs> like as soon as the camera was invented, someone asked the chick to get naked, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, and just yeah, start yeah, taking yeah. naked pictures of her. So as soon as you could just you know cut somebody open, you know some scientist got some poor fuck who mm-hmm. <laughs> was just wrong. You know what's wrong. fucked up about you know I used to think that um, I, I and I think most people do have like this kind of knee-jerk great respect for scientists but they can be such fucking dicks now i'm a big animal (laughs) lover for sure and these motherfuckers are always testing shit on animals and they don't need to do that stuff anymore right right and it's really just fucked up i just i'm like how the hell do you do that like there was a great documentary on uh I, i believe they were doing it on i don't know if it was chimps but just testing all this stuff on chimps and it was just they they destroy them you know and, and they it really sucks and uh they don't have anybody speaking up for them the ones that right. just get laughed right at. It's like what are they supposed to do on people well yeah yeah there's actually way <laughs> more fucking people than there is chimps you know, we're like mm. running out of chimps. That being said, would you guys donate your body to no. uh, science afterwards? But like Jeffrey Dahmer would have been great. Like Dahmer would have been great to do experiments on. Like why the fuck not? There wasn't much left of them <laughs> when they were done. You know how he died, right? Yeah, but I'm talking before that moment. Why even let him go to prison? If you're doing life, like we should be able to be like, well, granted, if somebody innocent gets found guilty. I mean, let's just say when we know he did it. Like we really know he did it, right? Like just light him up dude maybe it's like hey dude you have the death penalty or you could be an experiment and for 30 years we do whatever the fuck you want and if you make it that 30 years and you're an old man we'll let you out that's you know called like the running man starring arnold <laughs> <laughs> the idea isn't perfect but the point is there's options other that'd than be funny fuck. you arguing this on the floor on you know on c-span look we take these people and light them the fuck up well, you're out of order sir <laughs> You're out of. Can you're like the senator. We got to make that from, show. You're going to a local you are city council. Out of order, sir. <laughs> a local city council. I'm telling you, this motherfucker in, in a local city council, it would be like a guy who's run a red light for like like years. This guy. Like if you, you know, you have 35 red lights. We're gonna start testing this new drug yeah. on you. You know, well, Eddie, I mean, like, I know you were blessed to have a wonderful queer career for a while, but there's comics who, like, when shit isn't working out, they do medical testing, dude. Oh, oh yeah. man. Oh, my What friend. people do for money, right, yeah. when they're desperate yeah. is fucked up. I, I, I hope I don't know any of these comics. <laughs> you know I them hope, all. Well, do, are they the openers? <laughs> they're the 40-year-olds. Who oh, yeah, I know. They're you know, they always talk about how bad they feel about pro athletes, like, oh, these pro athletes. Athletes, they just wreck their bodies, and uh-huh, then at uh-huh. some point they got nothing. Oh, what about like artists who like try to go nobody for it? Gives shit. Shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a shit. As a matter of fact, people don't give a shit about anything that is no longer popular. 
Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, if they were doing, you know, if they were cutting up Elgin Barla right now, yeah. they'd be like, who? <laughs> you know, there'd be a couple of people outraged yeah. who remember Elgin yeah. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> right? Especially Elgin Baylor is being used to, to uh, <laughs> test a new perfume by Revlon. <laughs> <laughs> right? They just wouldn't care. Baylor needed the money to, uh, to finance his boat. If you're 40 and haven't made it yet, good luck getting an ounce of sympathy as a 40-year-old man. Good luck getting an ounce of sympathy. In the world? Yeah, from anybody. Yeah. Like, if you're, let's say, a homeless woman on the streets, like, there's, like, multiple homeless shelters to get you out. Like, homeless guy on the street... Dude, drug addict, asking for it. Fuck that dude. I mean, there's very little sympathy for men as they get much, much older. Have you guys yeah. ever broken a bone or gotten any surgery? Oh, yeah. And so uh, you know what it's like. And we use anesthesia now. Yeah. Well, back at the turn of the century, 1896, Dr. Arthur Wentworth performed spinal taps on 29 young children. Oh, my God. Right, without their consent. And this was... Without, the, this is the thing. Without their consent. A spinal tap. You don't need... And the whole reason for doing so, and this was at the Children's Hospital in Boston, of course... Uh, he was just to discover whether it would be painful. He had to do 29 of these children to be like, yeah, I think it is. I think you know is. what's wild about that is you get the title doctor mm-hmm. and people go blind. They don't see that you're a lunatic. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Hello. Do you know I had a dentist and I heard him. Uh, it was like uh, we, uh, me and my dad found this guy. It was when I was living back with my dad. We found this guy through like, you know, when insurance gives you a fucking right, list. Right. So it was like, ah, oh, let's try this fucking guy. He's right near the house because we're so lazy. He's right near the fucking house. <laughs> so let's go to this fucking guy. So we go to this guy at a fucking toothache and uh, we get in there and he's arguing inappropriate, like he's arguing inappropriately with his receptionist. Like it was, it was like, you know, usually it's like, now listen, Jill, come on, I, I really need that file. This was like, you little fucking bitch. Like, we were like, me and my dad were like, what the fuck is going on? And still, because me and my dad are completely out of it, he's got the title dentist. Yeah. We're like, all right, let's discuss. You know, he's, just he's, he's in day. my mouth. He's in my mouth. The next appointment, you know, okay. And we're like, okay. He says, yeah, come back, you know, and we'll start work on it, right? He does an x-ray. So we get back there. Well, I go back there. Uh, ding, dong, ding, dong. No one's fucking there. I read in the paper he killed that woman. It turned out that his wife was the receptionist. That was his newlywed wife. And they went to Mexico on their honeymoon and he killed her. Oh! my god and i wanted this guy because he was very close to the house <laughs> hey dude there yeah, we say that like, was my dentist you yeah. know you I, know like we have this innate fear of like like strangers mm-hmm. like oh dude it's like some guy's going to come from nowhere and wreck right. up the house oh, it's always somebody strange. you know it's like it's the guy next door you know you know, it's, it's always, always, and then you think about like, like I get why women, like you got twenty year old girls going, oh guys are mean, like no, look at like what your mom went through, and her grandma went mm-hmm. through, her mother went through, like men used to be real dick. I mean, just say the most brutal shit to women back in the day, and now we got this like super duper like 
politically correct, like oversensitive shit, and you hear what girls cry about now, and you're like, "Come on, dude, you're just like, you're really fucking." Well, well, the, what they're doing though in their defense is that it's it's so many years of all that shit right. built right. up, so now you have to sift through. But sometimes the real they stuff. want credit for oppression they never went through. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you get these twenty year olds, like ah, you know, fifty years ago women couldn't vote. Well, they don't vote now. I mean, none of them unless. <laughs> It's American Idol. They don't give a fuck about voting. <laughs> Not all really. Yeah. Not all women. I mean, I mean, dude, none of the women, dude. Hillary lost because women you're didn't vote about for. Her. Is a dumbing down. What you're talking about, people fucking who just vote for American Idol winners. That is the dumbing yeah. down of this yeah. culture. And one of the things about this culture, you guys talk about politics, is that it is celebrity based. And let me tell you, celebrity obsessed. You know, like American Idol shows, like who's going to be the next big thing? You know what I mean? There's no fucking sense of real community of like, like you kind of touched on it when you said nobody gives a fuck about the homeless. Yeah, it's like it's everybody for themselves, and like it's there. There isn't. I mean, there still is in people, but it's dormant, like like altruism and like helping others, and like people are like looking. And I mean, I I get hooked into like everybody's Trump, 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 or you know, ooh, the latest fucking celebrity celebrity bullshit on these on these fucking Ugh, yeah. things. And what about just fucking making it a better fucking place? You know? No, I'm with you on that one, dude. We are. It's all shifting focus. I, I say that people mm-hmm. aren't dumber. They're just inundated with more useless knowledge. Like the peasants of the yeah. 1700s weren't like astrophysicists. They just got one newspaper and that's all the information they got. As like one guy drove by like, British are coming. That's all the <laughs> info they got for the day, you know. So they had time to focus on books and shit. Now it's like you can't go to the gas station and pump without them trying to that's, hit you with It a- is maddening. It is maddening. And, the, the you know, these things are so fucking ubiquitous. Like, yeah, yeah. like you hit him too. But, but like, I have it next to me when I go to sleep. Oh, I, yeah. And like I'm I addicted to info. Yes. Well, we all are, I think. It's like it's, but it's useless most of it. Anybody? Do you guys? Do you guys do what I do, which I think is a sickness in me? Like I'm following this huge fire in Redding, California. How many followers on Twitter does that fire have? <laughs> How many followers? If that fire has more followers than me, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Who's this fucking manager? He's got Barry Katz representing him. Oh, fucking selling by deals. the way, that is a funny concept that this fire has Barry Katz managing. <laughs> Look, he's like talking to the fire. It's like eighty thousand acres, and Katz's office is right outside, like wherever the fire happens to be, like right outside. He's like, "Look, you gotta go toward the city and burn houses, or you're not gonna get any press. Just burning." <laughs> But like eight people have died in this fire, yeah, and I'm like okay. looking up. I'm like looking up, like just information, like like the immensity of it. I think, yeah, like is dwarfing because this. By the way, nobody talks about that too, which I think is hilarious. But California is a drought-ridden hellhole. Yeah, uh, that is burning up. Yep, and and it's burning up, and I don't know why people keep coming here. <laughs> is the rest of the country that we have fucked fire up? tornadoes, dude? Think about that's that. right. That's what's going fire. on with this, and shit. our rent's still the same. Hey, I think want... like when that busts out, we get two hundred off your fucking rent, dude. We got your fire rent goes to... up. Yeah. And you know who's buying up all the real estate from the last fires that happened? 
Unbelievable. Chinese nationalists. So, Chinese nationally, they, oh, they have a lot of money, huh? Mm-hmm. So, well, all these global. So no more wineries are coming back. It's not like all oh, Biff and Biff Tanner, like my hmm, Chardonnay. It's going to be just now all developed homes and in Napa. Yep, they're, they're, well, we'll see about and that. And we'll they, they also see think about that. that. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would think Napa has a lot of money itself. And they were thinking that the cannabis farm, the industry was all being targeted before it went like legalized in uh, 2019. So we got to get a fire sale in 2018 before we can, you know, start Yeah, over. buy low, dude. Buy mm-hmm. low. That's all I say. Well, oh, a, so we got this wiretappings. A, ki- a common theme that happens, it's, it's always the vulnerable, whether you're the innocent children or you're going to be in a hospital. But unfortunately, if you ever get locked up back in the day, 1913 to 1951, Dr. Leo Stanley, chief surgeon at San Quentin Prison, performed a wide variety of experiments on hundreds of prisoners. Well, this guy mm-hmm. gets it, right? All right. So, <laughs> but uh, so I was telling Sam, I'm like, you know, he just messed around in one strategic area, which was the testicular zone. Oh, my God. So really? What would, science used to do. Think about that, man. If you had a headache, they were like, hey, man, just like puncture a hole mm. in your fucking do some cocaine. <laughs> Puncture a hole in your head and release the demon. Like, that was science back in the day. 1600s. Yeah. yeah. He, this, this is full on. He would take their testicles uh, while they're still awake. And uh, Is this people who just... These are prisoners. That just, you know. I mean, could it be someone who just yeah. had road rage? And yeah. Like, you know, I got no, a jaywalking it, ticket. Now I got no nuts. Give me the jaywalkers, Bob. <laughs> So he did it while they were awake, and then he attempted to implant testicles from rams, goats, and even boars on these living. Pr- like, he was- see, he's a mad like <laughs> he's like a Dick Frankenstein, well, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but what they are is <clears throat> what they are is they have no, and it's scary. They don't have that empathy thing. Mm-hmm. Like how the fuck? Like I guess there's a part of being a doctor. Where in order to be a good doctor, you kind of have to have this uh, way to shut down right. because you're inflicting pain right. on people, and you're and you're and you're trying not to look at body parts as you know yeah. humanity Just because systems. you have to cut into them. Yeah. You're you a mechanic. You, this is not a yeah. well, I mean, Or if you're, you're, or if you see an attractive woman, you can't be like, wow, wow, oh my fucking god, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> yeah. By the way, before I examine your breasts, I just want to say I fucking love you. <laughs> what, 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 are you interested in going out to Wolfgang Puck's and then maybe an opera? <laughs> I don't know what got it. All right, never mind. Let me just examine. You know what I mean? Well, like they know, have to have this complete. It's like they say about, you know, Bill Burr was saying about Steve Jobs. It's like, thank God he got into, like, Apple and didn't become, like, because he had third world dictator tendencies. Like, you know, fucking do what I say or else you're fucking gone by pushing this Buddhism type style of, like, philosophy, but, like, crushing spirits. Hey, I don't dude. know much about Jobs. Was he? He was totally ruthless. Oh yeah, that's why none of the movies ever work because everybody. Oh, they knew. don't go there. Yeah, it's all Valentine's. Well, no, it's why like, do they it's like make light, like, It's like yeah, br- brush strokes why over. Why do it. they do? Why don't they go into the to the dark side? Because that would be an interesting movie. Apple is a giant. Oh, I see. Yeah, mega yeah, yeah. corporation that wouldn't put up with that. Right. So he goes, he sets up fucking, you know, uh, but uh, sweatshops ever, everywhere. You he know, what? Sweatshops, yeah, yeah. Just crushing spirits. Why? Uh, every time I watch an Apple commercial and they're just like, 
you know, oh, yeah, everybody, kids dancing yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's street bright colors. I'm just like, and you have mm. sweat fucking sh- Here I am with an iPhone. I'm trying to get off it. They just, get, and then I get the fucking, I get the phone insurance, which I don't know what that is for. What is that? Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I get phone insurance. This is Triple A. This is Tom down here. <laughs> <laughs> At Apple phone insurance. I, I see you're not insured. You, ha- you, you have to be insured. You have the 10? You have the 10? <laughs> it's like some mafia shit. I don't even know what People are so lost. Do you know I asked somebody in the crowd at the comedy store the other day, where you're from? They turned, to, they looked at each other and they said, I think we're from the computer. I think we live in Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck are you people talking about? <laughs> I've got to witness firsthand you interacting with the crowd. There's nothing better than people who are like who have no idea what they're walking into on an Eddie Pepitone set. It's like it's so it's great. great man. It's so great. So I think we're going to move away from the surgical and we're going to go right into pathogens, disease, and now we're getting to the biological side of things. Yeah. Uh, 1906, Professor Richard Strong of Harvard. Don't forget. Oh yeah, Harvard. By the way, yeah. I saw that. This so this evil fuck, Harvard. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and we all have this reverence. Oh, it's Harvard. You know, you ever yeah. go on the campus of Harvard? It looks really nice. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. dark, dark shit. So, go ahead. What he intentionally Richard? infected 24 Filipino prisoners with cholera, which had become contaminated with plague. He did this without the consent of the patients, oh, and yeah. 13 died. He's probably like, I'm pretty sure no one's got consent <laughs> to this. Listen, it's cholera, but there's more. It's got the plague. In or out, right oh, wait now. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I was in for the cholera because, you know, we, me and my wife love cholera, but <laughs> the plague is part of it? I, I got to talk it over with her. Yeah. Well, you take 24 hours. <laughs> Two years later, three Philadelphia researchers infected dozens of children with tuberculin at the St. Vincent's House for Orphanage, causing permanent blindness. Yeah. Well, well I love the fact that you pointed out that it's, that it's the powerless mm-hmm. that have these experiments. You know, it would be hilarious time. if it was like done on the Vanderbilts. Oh, I would love and that. the Vanderbilts and the Rockefellers. All the Rockefeller children today were injected with the bubonic plague by Harvard psychiatrist Richard we, uh, Strong. We were talking. I asked people on Twitter, mm-hmm. the elites, of the elites, the elites, how many of them have died of cancer? We got the four. Like, just think about that. How many people well, in your own life I, yeah. died of cancer? Of the elites, 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 like Ted Kennedy, Steve Jobs. Who was the other person? There was one more that they'd said had died. Now, cancer doesn't discriminate, though, right? But but the point is, do they have a cure? Do they have a cure? Do they have a cure? I don't think they could hide that. Um, You think they could? So there is a big thing Why would they hide it? Population control. Oh, yeah. Well, the population is out of control. Yeah. The population is out of control. So if that's their aim, they fail. But if you know multiple people in your life who've, who've died of cancer, and when you think of not just... Uh, uh, one genre of elites, but uh, you take all the elites mm-hmm. and you can name four. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, I don't know the stats on that. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I, I believe mean, Steve so. Job, I, I mean, Ted Kennedy, Steve. There Jobs. was one more we mentioned on our Patreon. I mean, if you had to choose a way for a mass dieout, would you rather have it be disease, war, or some sort of natural disaster, like a asteroid or volcano? Oh, fucking asteroid for sure. That'd be quick, huh? Yeah, but then they, you know, because they'll be like, oh, it's coming. We shouldn't even just tell them. Just like, what are they going to do? Just like, let it hit. And then, you know, everybody take a day off, go fuck something you've always wanted to stick your dick in and just have a great day. Like, 
I don't. A plague just seems painful. Oh yeah, I the, the least pain. What? Yeah, right. I don't, like. Let's say you don't really have it, but they just throw you. In I the don't incinerator. think anyone would be good. I mean, even an asteroid hit, there would probably be all kinds of survivors like sifting through fucking. You know, there would be no sun and that kind of. Shit, you know. I mean, I, it would be very tenuous connection to Netflix. It would be very hard to get Netflix. It would be very like you're hard. You're in the middle of sharp objects. You know, and, and what I do you still do? wouldn't get a special. That's all I know. Even if, <laughs> even if the asteroid hit, I would still wouldn't get. I'm sorry. Like the Netflix guy is underground, like in the mantle of the Earth, going to. Eat. No, we've gone with Jack Knight, Sam. <laughs> Jack Knight is going to do. He survived. We found out. We're only going with the albino mutants. Sorry, <laughs> Earl Skakel is. Taking that. <laughs> hey, so uh, <laughs> Juliet, Illinois, think of uh, the Blues Brothers. Uh, this is Stateville Penitentiary. They did a malaria study, and it controlled study effects a malaria study. beginning in the 40s. So they conducted uh, by the Department of Medicine in a coalition with the University of Chicago and the United States Army. At the Nuremberg trials, Nazi doctors cited this as a part of the defense. Because this study at State Penitentiary lasted for 29 years. They in, in Chicago, Joliet? Yeah, they infected for 29 years. They gave malaria to 29 prisoners. 29 years? Why? They wanted to see what it did over a period of 29 oh, yeah, years. Oh, yeah, dude. And, they're and, famous for that. And so when the Nazi doctors were on trial in Nuremberg, they're like, hey, is, is your, Amer- your Americans been doing oh, this? Oh, like, if I was the Nazi doctors, I would have said that too, obviously. <laughs> Do you so. think Johnny Cochran could got the Nazis off? Like, that's how good he was. <laughs> Yana! <laughs> So here's a good one. Uh, Nazi smarts. <laughs> Cow blood, right? Cow blood. This dawn, the gas chamber don't open. So. So. <laughs> Nobody could get in here. In 1942, the Harvard University biochemist Edward Cohen injected 64 Massachusetts prisoners with cow blood. Oh, God. And this, this was who? A Harvard guy? Yeah, uh, Harvard University biochemist. Mm. And this was sponsored by the United States Navy. Oh my this God. is brought to you by the U.S. Navy. Bovine. The Navy. See the world. Free bovine injections. <laughs> Free <laughs> bovine injections. The Navy. Not only will we take you around the world and give you a crisp, clean uniform and get you very interested in fit men, but we will also... <laughs> Inject you with cow blood because we're the Navy. <laughs> no, why the- were they injecting people with cow blood, though? <laughs> no reason whatsoever. It's, it's got to be some kind of fucking... at this point. Like, <laughs> we got this money, we got these needles, and we got, like, all these soldiers. What are we going to do? And it's just some... Hey, Bob, I had this dream yesterday where we took the cows that we have and we we extract blood from them and put it in the prisoners. And I don't know what the dream meant, but <laughs> my God, that. Ted, I what think you've hit say? on something. I got 64 prisoners just for them. No, what do you say? So they injected them cow blood. What, were the, what was the outcome? Just to, just to see the effects of what happened. And what were the effects? A, mass, a good amount of them died. Yeah, dude. So this is 42. <laughs> now, this is the one where... Our friend of the show, Eddie Bravo, he's big into chemtrails and whatnot, or he has been in the past, not too sure if he still is. In 1950, in order to conduct a simulation of biological warfare attack... I read this, mm -hmm, didn't I? The United States Navy sprayed large quantities of bacteria... Uh, over San Francisco during a project called Operation Sea Spray. Oh, my God. Numerous citizens contracted uh, uh, pneumonia-like illnesses, and at least one died as a result. And the family of that man sued... 
and they won. So, I mean, the, the government— they won? The, this is why people say the government sprays things, it kills people, and this is their evidence of it happened in 19— See, I've never been a believer in chemtrails, but then I read that today, and I was like, they really did that shit? Yeah, what about— And I was like, whoa. I was like, you well, know. I don't want to jump forward, but you got the St. Louis one, too? Of uh, of you're talking about the Tuskegee? No, like St. Louis, they sprayed St. Louis mm-hmm. like for a decade. I knew decade. there was something wrong with that town. Yeah, what, have you ever decade. played there? Oh yeah. So they sprayed it with like chemical. Like I forget what they did, but they just came out and admitted that they did it. And it's just like they sprayed the town for a decade with chemicals just to see how it would react to certain things. And it's just like they see these people at the highest levels; they're psychopaths. You know, like, to make it to the highest level in anything takes a level of, like, fuck off that, like, you don't uh. win at all costs, anything. And, like, we always talk about, like, the, the initiation. There's different kind of very dark initiations to get to next levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, to get to these levels, to be a part of these events, you have to basically show that you, one, you have no soul, you don't care, mm. and you're willing to do whatever you want. And they look at us like cattle. We're like ones and twos. We're like zeros and ones. We're binary to these guys. And right. they just do these things to see like what the reaction would be. And they're just like, yeah. And they never expected to be an internet when they did this, and that would just permanently tell everybody what was going on and it's just real shit well eddie you know a lot about eastern philosophy the idea Mm. of a dualism that Mm. that that the concept is as above so below that the elites know this as well so they don't see anything as good or evil you know they feel like as long as they that's why they do things in plain sight or put symbolism to it because then they rid themselves of the karmic like negative side effects because it's like we've told you we're we're putting it out there with messages yeah so that's the whole thing on these like again like we're not gonna get into this Mm -hmm. but it's like the false flag side of stuff like the whole thing is that they supposedly give clues to where everything's gonna be so that and if it doesn't if you don't stop it, it's on you not them it's like Uh, and that's a whole different episode but uh you know, within that, that's a big part. Like, you see clues to stuff, and then something happens. This one was fascinating because in the vein of Frisco, 1979, mm-hmm. the San Francisco Chronicle reported a claim by the Church of Scientology <laughs> that the CIA conducted an open-air biological warfare experiment in 1955 at Tampa, Florida, uh, which was causing whooping cough bacteria. It uh, tripled whooping cough infections in Florida with one over, over 1,000 cases, mainly. And the Church of Scientology mainly, brought that. Mainly Scientologists got the whooping cough. Oh, really? So the CIA in the 79. Oh, the in, CIA was targeting Scientology. In 55. Well, it's weird when you walk down like the streets of like Tampa yeah. and you see like Scientology buildings. It's Clearwater. Like- Clearwater, Florida is the other portion of Scientology. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever played Tampa? Uh, yes. It's yes. wonderful. I love it. <laughs> Are you being serious? Yeah, I, I yeah. love Florida to play because as much shit as they get for, like, Florida man, like, they're just down the lap. It yeah. is like, oh, I think it's more of a Where do you play? I, I played Tampa not, not uh, a long time ago, not not for a while. I play, uh, I play the Tampa Improv, but uh, I'm going to start doing more of my own shows out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to put these together. The pods? Yeah, the, po- the live pods. Yeah. But uh, I just love it because they're just, they're yeah. just 
That's cool. Like you can get a house in Florida for like a thousand dollars. Like you drop, <laughs> just gotta put a thousand dollars down. They like, here's your brand new house. You know, they're just begging people to move there. Really? Here, I can't get a closet for a thousand. Oh, it's so fucked up over here. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad, dude. What are we doing? I don't life? know. I don't know. I'm glad I have Apple phone insurance. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then when you lose it, you would get it. So, you being a, a Buddhist, I don't know if you're the same way I am. Uh, I haven't killed. Or purposely killed any insects or anything living in over I don't, like I, I, two and I a half years. I shush cockroaches out of my place. But like I'll lift it up in paper and throw it out yeah. and go, "You live another day, you motherfucker." Besides those spiders that you eat in your sleep, you eat like at least eight spiders a week. I think. I, I'm fine with that. If they want to die. Maybe some of them are like, "My life sucks." My they just wife crawl sucks. in. No, they just yeah. crawl in. Yeah, but they, if I was around in 1954 when Operation Big Itch happened, which Big was itch. Am, uh, test munitions loaded with uh, infected fleas. So they're literally like shooting. This is my night. So I might have to scratch and slap at those if that's the what case. What did they do on this one? Where did they fucking? <laughs> they're, 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 they're making uh, infected flea basically ammo. So we're talking like where some, they where some, they use testing. They're doing this in the United States. They call it etymological weapons, which means right. insects. Oh shit! So this is yeah, the, the weaponry weaponry is evil, huh? It's yeah. it's fucking evil. And that'd be a, funny if if the gun lobby was like, we have a right to carry a billion insects. <laughs> like like if it was all etymological guns and totally. shit. Look, we have a right. To carry a billion flea infested in insects, you know, or else the bad guys are just going to get them. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, didn't they? I mean, we talked about this earlier. I don't want to jump anything, but didn't they release a bunch of mosquitoes recently? There you go, man. Yeah, uh, they have oh, mosquitoes that I they. Mosquito. We I don't have them out them. here, though. Thank God, but I think they released them out. It was here, designed right? to fight the West Nile, so they were designed to infect ones that had West Nile to then kill them off. So it was bug on bug crime out here. In in LA, I mean in Southern they, California they're doing it in or Central, California, in Central, Central Valley, California. where all so the, these were mosquitoes that were gonna suck on mosquitoes. Yeah, and these things were designed by uh, it's a, a offshoot of Alphabet Inc., which is the parent company of Google. Google bought up a, something around like six of the biggest robotic firms a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and most of those come out of the DARPA, military industrial complex. So yeah, they have these. In theory, Jeez. people have been talking about them. No one's really seen one, but they have these robotic, microscopic little, basically, mosquitoes that can be used to inject you with anything from an RFID, which is a radio frequency identification chip. So I know where Eddie's at. Be like, Eddie's at the Trader Joe's They know right where now. we're at all the time with our stupid fucking phones and cards. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck do they need in our – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They really know where we're at now. Yeah. This is this is tracking us. Yep. Um, our cards, you know, who uses cash anymore? So the idea, well, that's a big push too. Get us off actual paper money and put us all in into this digital form. So if any time you talk shit, they can just shut it right down. Oh, that's right. And you know, they always talk about Bitcoin, but it's like, what happens when the internet goes? Like, how are you going to get your Bitcoin? If they shut down the internet, you got let's say you got a million dollars in Bitcoin. Well, I guess they can't shut down the internet because everything runs off it now. We get hit by a solar flare and it hits all of our mm. satellites, a big electromagnetic pulse device. Maybe they'll have something that keeps their internet. The, up, the future but us cattle, we get fucking the shit internet. Yeah, I think the future right. of terrorism isn't actually violence. It's going to be like setting up a U-Haul truck that mm-hmm. lets an electromagnetic pulse device 
maybe in Irvine, California, near uh, where Blizzard has Can't their... Can't get your porn hub the, anymore. Yep, and like, take down oh, that. Man. This new porno is supposed to be... Hey, yeah. Bob, they, they took down Pornhub. This, this has gotten real. <laughs> get the uh, flea bullets. Get the flea bullets. So in 1966, the U.S. Army released Baculus Gobli in the tunnels of New York City subway system as a part now, of the field I read, experiment. I read that and I was like, you got it. I was in the subways in 66. I remember not feeling well. <laughs> I like that they, it has a very easy title. The study was called A Study of Vulnerability of Subway Passengers in New York City to Covert Attack with Biological Agents. Yeah. Mouthful. What did they fucking, what did they, what did they inject into the subway system? Uh, a bacteria that basically just got everyone sick and they wanted to see mm. how far it would spread. These they did it in Chicago as well. And this was full on backed by the army. I mean, they're the ones that did it. This is it. Most of my information. Now, why doesn't pe- why don't people, like, you'll never hear this. Right. Anywhere. I mean, look at I'm us. I'm surprised it's even you'll on You'll hear it on tinfoil hat. We have we were saying we have the only fans that when they come up and talk to us after a while they're like all right guys no yeah it's so <laughs> funny when we meet our fans they'll start talking to us they're like oh man I love your pop so, and after about five minutes they're like okay dude I gotta, I gotta go like, no I haven't even told you about the lizard people yeah hold on they're like gotta go girlfriends are yeah, pulling yeah, them. yeah 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 well let's move away to the final one which is gonna be you know nuclear shit which is our fear uh, 1949 operation called the Green Run the U S Atomic Energy Commission AEC released iodine-131 and xenon-133 to the atmosphere of Hanford, Washington, mm. which contaminated 500,000 acres, containing playing, three small Hanford towns. Yep. So if you see any, like, three-eyed, maybe two-eyed, you might see something from so Green So they released that? Ma- Nuclear iodine into the atmosphere over three small towns in 1949. Jesus. Mm-hmm. What happened? Do they know? There's no. There, that's the best part. I'm I'm always on like the Department of Homeland Security or the CIA, or the NSA's website, which I don't know why my computer hasn't exploded by now. But it's always gives me information. But ne- it's always like, and where's the end part of that? So this one you all know about. Here we go. Uh, well, should I get into? Pro- you want Project Bluebird or do you want uh, Project? I just, just want to say real quick that I found the. Uh, the government settled Perfect. suits over test spraying in St. Louis during the Cold War. They really? used to just spray St. Louis, dude. Like, isn't that insane that our own government did that without anybody knowing and did it? And what were year? they spraying St. Louis with? I'm going to look that up. What, yeah. Was there a pr- name to that? Uh, uh, covert weapons. That's all it says right here. And for some reason. Isn't Aaron. Aaron, are you from St. Louis? No, Aaron no, just no. likes St. Louis baseball. Oh, yep. oh okay. He's Go from cards. San Diego, so he's always had it hard. Have you ever heard of the Edgewood <laughs> Arsenal drug experiments? Mm-mm. So this is the idea of a lot of where the basis of Stranger Things comes from. Can I just say this real quick? Mm-hmm. Just answer. Several cities chosen decades ago by the government contracts for spraying of zinc ketamine sulfide, a chemical powder mixed with fluoride particles to allow tracking of dispersed... Dispersal uh, patterns. Dispersal. Hmm. Dispersal patterns. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Like, crazy. like that's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, and you know the whole thing behind fluoride. It's it's mind boggling to me that they're going to poison their own citizens, <laughs> poison them. I used to work at a vitamin shop uh, that actually Andrew Dice Clay would come to all the time. <laughs> Needless to say, and. Uh, 
out people, here? Yeah, people in L.A. are so many vegans and vegetarians. Mm-hmm. And, man, the stuff they get to, like, cleanse out all the parasites and the blood and the cleanse mm-hmm. out the pineal gland, mm-hmm. K2 and K1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These guys start breaking this down. Uh, that's where uh, fluoride builds up and calcifies in your pineal gland, which causes you just to not have any ambition or to, to, to dream or to even have any type of creative thought I gotta process. Get that fucking filter right? gets rid of that fluoride. The very first people to put fluoride, fluoride in the water. Fluoride trips me out, by the way. I, I Duncan was telling me about that, actually. He doesn't – and I – you know, I, I I'm a little I'm a little scared of that. See, this is the thing about conspiracy theories and like having a lot of knowledge is that well, you want to be able to live your life, right? You right. you don't want to like look up at the sky <coughs> when a plane goes overhead and be like run, <laughs> yeah, or you know, or think that everyone is out to get you. you well, know? that is a uh, that is a big thing for us, isn't it's it? Just like living, I let I say live and let live. I just enjoy the that. They're up to something, and I can figure it out. That's hmm. really it. I'm not expecting to change the world. I can only control my what my what I do and how I treat people, my world, and all that stuff. Right. And, and you know, not about this thing, but like how we allow our military just to fuck everybody else up, and everybody nobody wants to hear about it because they're too busy making that money, mm-hmm. taking care of their kids. But what they don't realize is like if they don't pay attention to it, it's it's all going to go away. Yeah, and it is. It is going away. Yeah, and it they don't care. Away. So this, when this crash comes, and it's coming, they're going to be running around going, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the That's fuck. Right. And it's just be, well, because you didn't want to pay attention. You, you allowed to be How do you see to. the crash coming? Uh, Glo- uh, financial? Uh, well, um, it's going to be a financial, and then there's going to be a pushback by... A lot of like a lot of countries to me mm-hmm. are no longer going to be okay with us just fucking napalming everybody, and right. you're going to see China. See, here's the thing about our bloated military mm-hmm. budget. Mm-hmm. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. we spend more money than anybody else in the military. One hundred percent true. But where's that which real is fucked? Which where's that money really go to? Is it actual weaponry? No, it's contracts. These fucking military industrial complex people are taking all the yeah, money. They make a lot the of money. actual application to the military is minuscule compared to these fucking pigs taking all this fucking money in. So it's like, dude, I mean, maybe we're not meant to win a war because when was the last time we won a war? I mean, like, right. we've been in Iraq forever. Right, right, right. We've been in fucking Afghanistan forever. And yeah. maybe the whole point is perpetual war, so we got to keep buying weapons. But so at some point, there's going to be a blowback. It is perpetual war, yeah. We're not yeah, yeah. more, guys, because you can win or lose a war. We're in conflict. We, yeah. don't, we don't ever get yeah. wars anymore, remember? Right. I agree. I agree with that. And it's, and it's all about the money trough. You know, yeah, we're a perpetual war, which just funds this shit. And it's just, you know, pigs at the trough, you know, pigs at the trough, war pigs, dog. And it's just like eventually going to come. And with the like, dude, the petrodollar, we've Mm. assassinated leaders so they didn't get off the petrodollar. You know, the Federal Reserve has created fractional. What is the petrodollar? That's a big one, isn't it? Well, what the petrodollar is is basically all U.S. currencies is backed by Saudi oil, and that all oil at this point must be traded in U.S. dollars. I mean, you have to purchase U.S. dollars to buy this stuff. And we're seeing other comp- other countries, China and Russia, just kicked out the petrodollar. They're actually doing off the Chinese uh, dollar, which is the and once we aren't the funders of that, yeah, it all it all collapses. 
And in particular, I mean, like, what's your plan? I mean, that's going to be. I might want a cyanide pill for that shit. Well, the good thing about California is the moment you get out of L.A., like you go two hours in that direction, uh-huh. you get to it's beautiful. You forget it's like Ansel Adam painting, you know. That's true. <clears throat> so much of this country is is really empty. It's just we happen to be in areas where there's 10 million people on top of one another, you know. Yeah, and they yeah. just keep moving here because the because small town country, uh, small town cities mm-hmm. are just dying because yeah. there's no. It's true. There's no business there. There's nobody building mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. You know, the Clintons gave us fucking free trade, and it's devastating. The rents keep going up here, and yeah. it's well, like the, well, and then they're well, and all the big these, cities, man. Hollywood is insane. I mean, like you know, over like the New hill, York it's, City, dude. It's like the, we're built. We can't build out. So who the fuck it. can afford these? Fu- I want to know who the fuck has the money for these. You know what plays? it is, dude? What is it? Rich Beverly Hills kids. Dad's got billions of dollars. They just buy these kids a fucking condo, and the kids all party and li- right there in Hollywood, and they go to these fucking condos. That's th- or just like rich people doing Airbnbs. You know, that's all I can uh, right. think of, man. Well, right. It's the Saudi summer right now. Have you guys noticed that on the Sunset Strip? You see a lot more like Rolls Royce and Lambos. Is that right? They call it the Saudi summer because it's like 125 degrees there, and it's only 100 degrees here. So it's like, hey, it's cool, man. So they come here for the summertime. You'll see women wearing all their clothes, but they leave it all behind because when they go back to the Arab states, it's, you can't be dressing like that. Oh, shit. It's a whole different thing here. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys about Edgewood because this is kind of fun. So yeah. the paranoia of the Cold War inspired the military to attempt some high dubious experiments, but few nearly the 20-year-long this thing is crazy. So beginning in the 1950s, Maryland's Edgewood Arsenal was a classified army research program on psychoactive drugs and other chemical agents. More than 5,000 soldiers served as guinea pigs for the project. They, uh, they were injected with everything from – we're talking about – Oh, they didn't know? They, yeah, these guys – The soldiers didn't know? Yeah, they, they, these guys were intended to identify non-lethal incapacitating agents. So the whole idea was – for them to use it in combat and see what they could do during interrogation techniques. Could you imagine if the military targeted podcasters, like they were just taking podcasters and injecting them with, you know, the latest, and it's only podcasters. And I would just point out my podcast doesn't get a lot of downloads. Yeah. Like that would be my defense. Like what about Pepitone? Not enough It's not enough. (laughs) We're not ruining the waste of serum. Yeah. Maybe Steve Lolly. That's it. We'll throw something on him. Unsuspecting army grunts were given everything from marijuana, PCP, mescaline, LSD. Hold it. Now, so far it sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, except, I mean <laughs> except for this one. Uh, it's called BZ. It's a delirium-inducing chemical. Now, this one is where we move away from having fun because BZ Ooh. basically makes it so that you're incapacitated. You're on the I think ground. I've heard of BZ. Yeah. What is it? Does it does it make your? Just, it's a hallucinogenic, but it's not a fun one. It's so not it's a like, fun one. It's darkness. So you just basically want to get in the fetal position and just. Cold. Why do people make these things? You know, like who invents PCP? What's the point? Well, you guys have ever heard of it's a an animal tranquilizer? Op- what? It's an animal tranquilizer. Oh, look who it is! <laughs> that <D> over here. <laughs> really? So someone said, "Dude, this is for animals, but let's try it." And they smoked it, and it just like next thing you know, they're punching cops in the face. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and when you when you dip it in cigarettes, it's a sherm stick. You never had one? All right, so Don't check this one out. Was. Have I'll, you had one? Uh, back when I was a drug user, yeah. 
PCP? Yeah, I actually. Does it just knock you out? Like, uh. It, may, it sounds like not a fun thing. And, it's uh, like. Mm, what'd you do? You get you just get weird. You get fucking. Like, just what's ju- weird? There's different weirds. There's right. jerking off in the Walmart weird. There's punching cops weird. There's Robert Downey Jr. waking up in a kid's bed weird. Mm. Like, what is the weird? I was watching a, uh, a Japanese animation and I could have swore that I was understanding Japanese. Oh, uh, wow. That's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah that is so, kind of weird. And I don't speak Japanese. So high you fucking speak foreign languages? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Operation Ranch Hand, all right? 1961. Ranch you, Hand. Yep. This one, no one knows the name That's of. a porn movie, I saw. Yeah, it's like, huh? it's like when these operations went underground, they, they just moved into naming porns after that. <laughs> no, they went to UFC fights. UFC 24, <laughs> ultimate glory. <laughs> so Operation Ranch Hand involved spraying massive quantities of chemicals and defoilants to deleaf the jungles of the Viet Cong, the North Vietnamese forces, right? That sounds like Agent Orange. Exactly. That's what this is. But no no one knows it for what its real term is because it's actually a part of the rainbow herbicides. Mm-hmm. Dow Chemical Company and Monsanto, Dow. they're the ones. Monsanto, man, you want to talk oh, yeah, about you go shit. Off on making that all seeds. The time. Mm-hmm. We're going to do know. an entire episode on them because. Are you good? I want to hear that. Because Monsanto has now changed their name. They're bought by Bayer. Bayer, who is one of the most evil. Bayer Aspirin? Yeah. Bayer is Bayer the only is... company from Nazi Germany. Now, I was wondering about They it. made a Cyclone B, which is the, with the what they used to gas the Jews for the final wow. solution. It's just unbelievable it, the people that work with the Jews, and then everyone's like, we're hunting Nazis. You're like, well, Bayer's over there. But real Nazi. It's like unbelievable to me. Well, like the Bushes. Yeah. Like it's like they helped bankroll that whole thing. And Bayer also yeah. made heroin. They're the ones that, that, that synthesized and actually made heroin in America. So, but check this out. They call it the rainbow herbicides because it wasn't just Agent Orange. Uh-huh. They, were, they were described in the barrels they came in. The color of the barrel was the color of the agent. There's mm-hmm. Agent Pink, Agent Green, Agent Purple, Blue, White. They were all defoliants. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Agent Orange. But Agent Orange is the one that... They they, they believe I mean that's the chemical has dioxin which has mm-hmm. later been proven for serious mental illness including wow. cancer severe psychological and neurological disorders. Did they stop using that supposedly after Vietnam? Supposedly, but mm-hmm. during Vietnam from sixty one to seventy one, they dropped twenty million gallons of this oh, chemical over God. Vietnam, Cambodia, and <gasps> Laos. Do you, you know? So the civilian population mm-hmm. there, Laos. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know about in Laos. That's where we would always dump any unused ammo and any unused bombs. Like if you didn't drop it all in, mm-hmm. in, in Vietnam, then mm-hmm. you need to just drop it all in Laos. That's why to this day it has some of the most unexploded oranges everywhere. It's, That's so fucked up and, and it's, so it's dangerous. Stuff. Oh, did you ever listen yeah. to Anthony Bourdain talk about like how he's been to like Vietnam, you know, when he was alive, obviously, about how he, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when he goes to Vietnam and all these other places, like he can't believe that Harry... Kissinger, Henry Kissinger uh, is still allowed to walk the planet. Yeah. yeah. After what he fucking did to that. Yeah. I mean, it is unbelievable. Didn't he win the fucking Nobel Peace Prize? <laughs> yeah, that thing's just given out to. It's like uh, the fucking. Uh, what is that one award that the foreign like press gives out, right? Uh, what's the foreign press awards? Oh, the Globes. Yeah, the Globes. It's like they're giving like Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah, like yeah. fucking best fucking <laughs> television show. You're like, you're just handing it out to people so they show up to your fucking right, thing, man. Right, right. So in 1979, a class action lawsuit was filed on behalf of 2.4 million veterans 
who exposed Agent Orange during it's un- class action. Uncle. It happened Good. to my yep. uncle. Uh, it's got to be more class action stuff. One hundred and eighty million dollars. They settled out of court. So I mean, one hundred eighty million. To That's the, it. To just to their next of kin of those. Hundred eighty I mean, million. How many of these kid, How many of these people had children that were deformed? You look at these guys that all went to like Iraq, mm-hmm. not the first Iraq, the second Iraq, and they had to take all these fucking shots mm-hmm. to go there, and like their kids are being born like with severe, you know, problems because of these fucking vaccines they've had to take. Oh, really? To go? Yeah. To go uh, to fight in Iraq? Yeah, and fight in Iraq and Afghanistan. It's just unbelievable to me. And like when you, again, it goes back to what we're talking about this military budget. It's like you got mm. these guys driving around in these Humvees that aren't equipped to deal with what's out there, which is like landmines. So they got all this protection here, but nothing on the bottom. So these landmines will go up, and these guys were toast. And it's just like. Have they changed that? Well, yeah, they did, oh, they but did. it took a lot yeah. to change it. But it's yeah. like. It's almost like you know that you know, that famous thing in Fight Club where they talk about how like giant mm-hmm. corporations will crunch the numbers on whether they should fix something or deal with the lawsuits. And Unbelievable. If, if fixing it is cheaper than the lawsuit, they'll fix it. If it's not, they'll just roll the dice on the lawsuit. Unbelievable. Fight Club, a good movie. It never really hung unbelievably up there. awesome. And does it have a a big message to it about oh, corpses? You would and love stuff? it, dude. It's At the Buddhist. end, when he blows up all the fucking banks, and they all fall, and that's why it got huge. Like there's a big pushback. It's anti-female. It's a, and the real thing was it was saying we don't need fucking banks. We don't need this fucking shit. Credits bullshit. You know, it's and a I, it's a Buddhist story actually. Really? The whole story is about detachment uh, and losing fear uh, and not being ignorant. Uh, it's about liberation. Yeah, it's yeah, a cool yeah. story. Oh, cool. It's a great movie, dude. Yeah. Well, we did it, guys. We got to Agent Orange, man. Yeah. I mean, dude. Well, I, I, that, I'll tell you this. You know, I guess your podcast, it opens up many more questions than there are answers for and uh, also it, it, it fuels for me. Now, you're a funny dude, but it fuels for me outrage. Mm-hmm. You you seem to be like this is all entertainment. No, <laughs> you should write. Uh, well, no, but there's an element of that. Well, right? for me, it's just like I have to make this. Uh, uh, you know, it's like uh, a long time ago I saw on HBO a great like it was a soundbite from a, a, a trailer or mm-hmm. a commercial from mm-hmm. one of their shows. It was mm-hmm. like get them laughing, slip them the truth. You know. There's a lot of that's what we do as comedians. Yeah, don't so we? that's what this podcast is. We call it the training wheels of conspiracy. Yeah. We're not yeah, here yeah, to yeah, yeah, give yeah, you, yeah. you know, go the deepest. We're here to like, okay, here, but here's these, a little. What Ryan was reading off of that, you know, unethical, you know, website. If I can get anybody <laughs> I mean, to do anything, is just unplug from the mainstream media, question everything, and yeah. don't be in a herd mentality. And that's really what. We try to do on this show. It's like a, we have a political style on here called Ronin. We call it the Ronin. And it's like we don't join any groups. We don't defend mm-hmm. anybody we don't know. We don't defend any actions we weren't part of. We try not to give information to those who do not seek it. And uh, we right the wrongs. And like sometimes I wasn't sure if you were enjoying this podcast or not. <laughs> People come on the podcast and sometimes we get in the waters that make them a little nervous. You yeah, know? yeah. I can and see that. I can see. But, but you mean uh, phone calls and shit? 
What, what do you mean? You say you get people. Oh, oh, you get people. Guests yeah, on. on this. Of course, you get and people. And they get nervous. like. Uh, I was getting a little. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. No, I, I mean, I don't know. It's like it. it it's uh, because you're talking about, you know, the deepest levels of control. It's 1984 shit, you know. It's, it's uh, of that the people that you trust the most, and they tell you trust them, mm-hmm. don't really give a fuck about yeah. you, and they are actually they're uh, yeah, and, and that's a hard way. Yeah, it's tough. I read recently that uh, social anxiety is conspiracy theories you tell yourself about yourself. So I mean, that's it's, a, that's great. You know. It's really like that is fucking great. And the more I get in the comedy world and I walk around, I see these guys on stage and then I kind of like lurk around at the patio and I see how they are off. It's interesting to see who really is the same guy on and off because there's guys that the great example Mm -hmm. of that is David Tell. I mean, like that guy has social anxiety like a motherfucker. He can't stand still. He's the best. He's my favorite. Everybody's got their own. You know, I love Dave Attell. I I have not seen enough of Dave live. Oh, I watch him all. Like anytime you're there, it's I can only watch it for a little while because it upsets me that I'm never going to be able. Like, like that is a level that I'm like that's so amazing and it makes me want to work harder. What do you love so uh, so much about Dave? I've heard that from a bunch of comedians. I love that he picks the absolutely perfect punchline. Uh-huh. Like, you go, know, oh, they could have gone with that, or, oh, they should try this with him. You're like, oh, that's, like, mm-hmm. a grand – like, it's absolutely perfect. Okay. I think you take, like, your four – you take your five top comics, your personal top five, right? Yeah. You, and, and, you know, let's assume Dave's in one of them. Dave's one of them. And you take the other four, you put them in a room, have them write a, a fucking monologue, and then you have Dave in his old right. – I think Dave could beat the – I just think he's that kind of mm-hmm. – he has mm-hmm. a wonderful way of looking at the world and view of the world. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. uh I think he's wonderful, dude. And I, uh, how do we get on, Dave? Oh, social anxiety. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, that's got it. We that's were at Skankfest recently, and he was performing there. And uh, there was a sober green room, and I was sitting in there. And then the door opened up, and uh, he's like, "Hey, bud." And I was like, "Hey, Dave." And I just sat there like an asshole, looking at my phone. Then I put my phone down. And I was like, "I respect you too much to fanboy out." And I just like walked out. And he's like, "I appreciate that." <laughs> <laughs> so that was my reaction of like, "I like this guy so much, I can't even be in the same room as you." Here, have it to yourself, man. Wow. He's a cool dude. I can't wait for us. Where was that? In the Skankfest NYC at Brooklyn. Oh, and and you guys were in New York recently? Great, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We did a, we, we've been doing the podcast and it's like slowly growing, you know, Ah. like we did in, 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 uh, when the show first started, we, we did in, in La Jolla and it was like, we got up to 80 people and I was kind of happy about that, but everywhere we go. What is Skankfest again? So it's Legion of Skanks is on Gas Digital. Oh, is that? That's Jay, Big J. Okerson, yeah, Jay Smith, and Louis J. Gomez. So they have this big like two-day festival, and right. everyone was there. One more time, tell them where they can find you, and what's the date you're going to be? You said uh, you had a day coming up? Yeah, babies. I got <laughs> some dates coming up. Yana, that gas chamber door, <laughs> it could not open. <laughs> if they can't fit, we must equip. Um, yeah, I'm going to be at... Um, Tumblers in Amsterdam, August oh, 8, yep, 9, yep, 10, yep. 11. I'm going to be in Austin, Texas. Where are you going to be? Uh, on the 27th, uh, part of the Altercation Comedy Fest. So There's check so out Altercation Comedy Fest. And then I'm going to be in North Dakota uh, in Fargo, October, I believe it's uh, 19 and 20. Uh, well, we love you. I hope that we didn't make it so weird that you won't come back. You're always welcome. We'd love to have you on. Thanks, man. It was great. Real quick. Hold on, hold on. 
Um, real quick, guys, I did something I always wanted to do. I took my albums down to Amoeba, and you can now buy my album at Amoeba Records here in Hollywood at Sunset. You have 90 days to get it before they give it back to me. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's my newest one, The Diabolical, plus my first one, which is Crime Fighter. Uh, go down there. They're cheaper than if you buy it on the internet. Go down there, take a picture of you buying it there. I'll personally sign it for you at a show. Uh, please don't let the fucking them give it back to me. Uh, I love you guys. Eddie Pepitone, you're one of my favorites. I hope you don't think I'm a weirdo now. Uh, we will <laughs> do this again soon. Thank you for all your support. We'll see you in Texas. Take care, guys. <laughs>